Yeah, you know what? Gone. Let's just quit the podcast like right now. I, I think like honestly, we had a great run. This Corona put a lot of things into perspective for me and sitting around <laughs> complaining into a microphone is, is not the best thing to be doing right now. I just feel like I should give up my microphone to, um, uh, POC and non-binary. Yeah. Well, look, man, yeah. in this epidemic, it's, it's either start a podcast or do pushups in your room, you know, <laughs> both are both, both of which are, uh, are prison activities. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, welcome to yeah. prison cast, man. Yo, welcome to Ozfest. <laughs> no, not that Ozfest. Yeah. So now we're gonna be comparing <laughs> how you make a heavy show. calling getting sodomized Ozfest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dalton, maybe talk away from the mic a little bit. Dalton got a new how, mic. Yeah. How's this? That's better. Perfect. This is good. Yeah. Can you try going in the other room and leaving the mic here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boy. Uh, we're just goofing, man. We're just palling around. Dude. Dalton upgraded his mic, which shows that bullying works. Yeah, man. Don't ever yeah. believe what they tell you. Now you're rolling with the big dogs, man. Sounds yeah. like we're in the same room. Nice. Yeah, let's get a hoo 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 for the big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> big dogs. <laughs> oh my um. god. What an exciting what what an exciting week. It's been so long since I've seen you guys, man. It feels like it's been a while, yeah. huh? It, it's been a while. It's been a while. Dalton dressed up. That's kind of cool. Dalton's wearing the classic comedian uniform of blazer I'm, over t-shirt. I'm wearing my six dollar thrift store blazer. It looks good. That's six bucks. Yeah. Damn. Old, it's it was it's originally an old Oh, we're recording? Yeah. Oh damn, dude! All right. <laughs> wow. Let me get behind the curtain for what Dalton's like off fucking mic. Yeah, dude, I gotta turn it on, dude. I was I was low energy. I was just chilling with my boys. I didn't know we were low energy. Yeah. Uh, well, to welcome go, to uh, welcome to Loud Boys, everybody. I'm I'm your host, Robbie Goodwin, and I'm here with my guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's go around the horn joe gorman how you doing buddy what's up baby how are you man i'm feeling alive <laughs> dalton pruitt i'm feeling dead you're feeling dead i'm feeling dead you're feeling dead yeah man dude i haven't oh. bathed i haven't bathed in quite oh, a while oh jesus dalton's audio is all weird oh jesus so not only not only is dalton going it's almost like his wi-fi connection has some kind of correlation to his life essence. And the worse he's doing, the shittier his connection's going. We have to do something. Well, it he's sucks because he just got this microphone and now it's like stuttering. God, it's, it's like out of the frying pan into the fire, man. How do I sound now? Horrible. <laughs> perfect. No, Dalton, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. That No, you're All good. Right. I, might, I might have to go reset the router. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just leave it on. Yeah, go ahead and reset the router there, buddy. Uh, just, just stay on. Stay on the line a little bit longer, dude. <laughs> let's see if it, let's see if it writes itself out. Does it sound okay now? Uh, why don't no. you start? Uh, why don't you do a couple of bits from your from your act? <laughs> all right, I gotta go. I gotta troubleshoot. We're gonna have to start over. All right, all right. Okay, I'll, no I'll stop the recording. We can start over. Yeah, we'll start all over. Right, right. Don't worry. All right, we're back from our. Uh, well, we went on a group therapy retreat to um, Peru. Things got heated there, and uh, we actually quit the podcast yeah. uh, 
that earlier segment was recorded uh, three weeks ago, and uh, we've been in uh, Jersey City um, at a uh, at an essential business rehab. That's how severe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we um, had time to uh, reunite and also do all of our laundry, so we're <laughs> conveniently wearing the same clothes. <laughs> that fateful night. <laughs> No, we hashed it out, man. Uh, we all got in a hacky sack uh, circle. Yeah, uh, we, we hashed it out. We dude. hashed yeah. it out, dude. Yeah, we smoked some drugs. Sucked dro. a little dick. Yeah, we sucked a little bit of dick. Sucked some fucking dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're all gay now. We realized yeah. that it was just pent-up sexual tension. That's yeah, the best way had, to do it. Yeah, We had we're, sex with each other. Yeah. yeah. We're just, uh, yeah. We're, uh, we're a polyamorous podcasting uh In the middle group. of the group orgy, I was like, oh, this is what the anger was. You know, that's what no one tells chain. you about gay group sex is it's really fun. It's true. People don't talk about that. Yeah. You know, that was the, that was the title of uh, Robbie's original podcast was gay group, gay group sex. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. I had a meeting with Sean Parker from the social network. Drop the, drop the gay <laughs> and sex. It's cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good to be back, boys. We're back. I feel better than ever, man. It is like jerking off to scream at your boys. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, can only scream at your boys, dude. Feels nice. Yeah, the activity so nice. We'll probably do it twice in this episode. Yeah. This quarantine, man, it brought out the the be- the worst and the best of us. Yeah. Yeah, we're all like the boiler in the basement of the Overlook Hotel in Ooh. the in the Shining, the book. The book. Not the yeah. movie. <laughs> true. There's no boiler in the movie. Yeah. In the made for TV. Uh, did you see the made for TV movie? Uh, the one that's like more accurate it. to his book. It's yeah, like more- it has Steven Weber in it. It's yeah. and like fresh from wing Steven Weber. It's funny. Directed how- by McGee. Yeah. Wait, did he really direct that? He, McGee has directed most of the Stephen King like miniseries. Has, has McGee ever directed a good anything? That guy Terminator sucks. Salvation. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that one. Yeah, no, that movie yeah. sucks though. It's but it's like bad. of all the of all the non Terminator and Terminator two follow up movies, that one sucked the least. Wait, is Terminator? Would you say Salvation is better than T three Rise of the Machines? Yeah, a little bit in terms of like action. I think T three is better. Really? Yeah, T three T three is fun. It's got Arnold. No, I thought T three was just too much of a rehash of of Judgment Day. But I it's thought got- like at least Salvation kind of like went its own way. It's got fat Chris Hardwick. That's true. Fat um, Fat. <laughs> I hear the new Terminator is not bad. I heard it kind of, well, I don't know. No. I've heard other things, man. Dude, you know what's funny is the director went on a bunch of podcasts and like sold out James Cameron. He's like, yeah, this movie sucks because James Cameron like didn't get it and sucks and I'm great. Like it was like, I hate James Cameron, but it was such a guy trying to pass the buck kind of move. Mm. Like, dude, own your... I mean, that does, I mean, what are you going to do if your movie bombs? But it right. felt, it felt like he was like, it would have actually been great if I had had my way, but instead it sucks because of everyone else, but me, mm. you know, I, I, I don't, I, li- I don't like that. I respect that. I respect that move. I respect that's the too. bug. That's what I always say. Yeah. Well, the, that's what the president does. Yeah. He passed, he passed 1200 bucks to all of us. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank God you for that, dude. I finally, yeah. I think I finally got it today. Well, I applied yeah. for it. Well, I had to like go on the website and apply, and I like why? Well, because I it, it like didn't. I had to like 
had to figure out. I kept inserting the wrong amount of money that I like owed. So I had to like get to the bottom of it. Did you? Oh, have you not done taxes yet? Yeah, I just did tax. Like, yeah. So when it was first oh. going out, I hadn't done taxes yet. Okay. Dude, oh, you know what? No, get- no. You know what it was? I thought it was my 2019 tax return that it wanted. And I was like, why the fuck isn't this working? And it uh, wanted this year's tax return. This is 2019. The tax return. No, they want. They want the year. 2020 tax this is talking taxes this is tax talk yeah. <laughs> a guy who knows nothing of tax gay, talking. gay group sex and and tax talk welcome back to term- welcome back to gay group sex and tax talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're just three jim kramers here dude we know money what if jim <laughs> what if jim what if jim kramer also had a gay sex segment <laughs> oh that would make so much sense god damn it i'm fucking your ass <laughs> yeah my low ass high. <laughs> that guy sucks. Come, come, come. <laughs> Why won't you come? Never try to fuck my friends off. <laughs> that song is awesome. That Nickelback song. I completely missed it. What? How you remind me? How you remind me? I yeah. never heard it before, like a couple months ago. I, I completely did. missed that song. Did you just I'm not like, listen to popular radio in like early 2000? I mean, I get. I don't think I listen to like pop radio, but I listen to like a bunch of all rock. I don't know how I fucking missed it. I'm how like, this song on like K Rock all the time. And you were in LA, weren't you? No, I was in San Francisco. They didn't oh. play it on 105.3. When uh, that album came out, what, what, S- Silver Side Up, my dad bought it, and it was the only thing he listened to in his Ford Ranger. Hell yeah, dude. It, we well, we dude, were constantly bumping Silver Side up. You know what's funny is it is overplayed because I just listened to it like 200 times the last like two months. <laughs> so now I'm like, this song is way overplayed. <laughs> like I could have well, staggered it out. That, that's what's funny about Nickelback is they're like this punchline now as a, as a bad band. But at one moment in time, they were the biggest band they, on the planet. They were we huge. were too hard on them, I think. Yeah. Like I think Nickelback is like they're like kind of like Dane Cook, where they're like, well, we didn't suck. They didn't suck bad enough for them to be that big of a cultural punchline. You know? Dude, I fuck. Uh, the other one, the other punchline is Creed. I fucking love Creed, dude. Creed's Arms fucking wide awesome. Open. Dude. For a Christian rock band, Creed's actually pretty good. Like, dude, that, nobody knows they're great. That's nobody, why they're pretty good. Yeah, because like, they're can you take me? Yeah. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm you, you know the uh, the least. Uh, yeah, that is a good song, uh, actually. A, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Had a sex tape with uh, Kid Rock. When I was wow. a kid, I went to a. Uh, wait, really? Yeah, dude. There's like a sex tape of him and like Kid Rock. Kid Cock. That's funny. Yeah, yeah most priests go for Kid Cock, but he went for Kid Rock. <laughs> he wasn't a he wasn't a priest man. He <laughs> that that God existed only in music, not in four walls and a roof, man. Damn, dude. You know, I I, uh, I I got into church when I was a kid in like sixth grade because I, I went to like, like a cool youth group kind of thing where they had like, mm-hmm. where they played Bon Jovi's It's My Life at the beginning of every single meeting. And I was like, <laughs> it is my life, dude. It's now or never. I ain't going to live forever. I was like, damn, you can play rock music at church? This is sick. Dude, like, I went, yeah, I went to one of those like uh, non-denominational churches and yeah. every sermon started with two hours of Christian rock. Yeah. I went to so Damn. many, I was pretty religious. I went to a bunch of like Christian youth groups and stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, not that I'm like a hard, an atheist or anything now, but like, I was like super into it. And I think I just realized I just wanted like friends. Like I just wanted like a group. Dude, you know? me too. Yeah, yeah. When I was in church, I, I loved youth group. Cause I was like, 
I have friends. They yeah. have Damn. to be my friend because yeah. God told them to. I hated church, man. I hate my my dad like started taking us to church to try to save his marriage when we were when me and my sister were kids. I hated it, man. I hated Sunday school. I thought everyone that was there was dorks. I didn't want to be anyone's friend. I didn't like it, dude. I didn't like this Jesus guy at all. And this Jesus character. <laughs> this it's like, Jesus what's this guy, guy doing? I have to be nice to people? Who, who well, I get it. He is Middle coming? Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> a Middle Eastern Jew. It's like, hey, does anyone yeah. know where this guy, this Jesus guy came from? Jesus uh, yeah. is one of the Ethiopian Jews from Uncut Gems. <laughs> 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 That's why, uh, the, you know, most people wear the cross as a necklace. He had that little Furby thing in Uncut Gems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus was crucified on the diamond Furby. Yeah, he loved parlays. I didn't understand any of that. No, me neither. But I was a regular hosier when I was a kid. I just kept saying, take me to church. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that's, a good ass, that's another good-ass song. What happened to <laughs> yeah. that guy? Uh I I don't know. I think he's going to become Gautier again in like four weeks. Yeah, I was just about to say, what happened to Gautier? Yeah, everyone's going away. Yeah, Gautier, a guy that I thought was like going to be a huge musician and just is nothing now. Well, Man, you know who I miss? Yeah. LMFAO. Oh, party rock. Oh, dude. In 2009, that was awesome. When you yeah, were first, dude. when you were getting into beer, like Natty Light, you know, oh when you're like God. getting into it. My freshman year of college, that was all anyone was listening to was uh, Party yeah. Rock, Anthem, and I'm Sexy and I Know It. I remember and I was I, like, yeah, I thought they were like a good band. Like, and I was into like good music too. And I was like, this is like good music. <laughs> Everybody was doing that shuffle dance. Remember the shuffle? Every day I'm <laughs> no. shuffling. Yeah, that one. What's yeah. that like? Wake up feeling like a star. Oh, there's That's my Kesha. car. No, there's, an, there's another LMFAO song that's about how he wakes up and he feels great. Fuck, I forgot what it is. There's a lot of songs yeah. about waking up and feeling good, which well, those guys are I'm not going to lie. On, yeah, they were constantly on MDMA and shit. I was on MGMT. You know that was like a like an uncle and nephew? Team? Yeah, it's like a weird <laughs> yeah. family relationship. Can you imagine starting a band with your uncle? Yeah, and they're doing, they're doing like, <laughs> and you're like songs where they... We're getting fucked up with your yeah. uncle. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting fucked up. Oh, there's a chick over there. Toot, 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 toot. All right, thank you, Uncle Uncle Steve. Yeah, thanks. Great, uncle, great job. Uncle, that was great. Uncle Red Foo. <laughs> It was Red Foo. What was the other guy's name? Sky Blue. Sky yeah, Blue. I think Sky that Blue and Red Foo. That was their, those, those are their Christian names? Yep. Damn. Now, weren't Sky they like, weren't they like Armenian or something? No, I think they were just like mixed race, like Obama. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, LMFAO oh, was just like Obama in many ways. They were the Obama <laughs> of uh, uh, hip-hop. Uh, you know, me and my nephew, we go out party rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, LMFAO is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they looked retarded. They had just a bunch of songs where the whole thesis was partying. They really had no discernible talent. Could they rap or sing or anything? Yeah, dude, they they they, dance. they were awesome, dude. They could dance. They had <laughs> sick beats. Dude, they did a Super Bowl. Party rockers in the house tonight. Have they dropped a hit recently? No, they no, retired. They, disbanded. they broke up. Yeah, they're the Harper Lee. Graduated college. <laughs> their new no, name is wait. Their name estate. is now a, a BRB. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know you know how Harper Lee only wrote "To Kill a Mockingbird." Party mm -hmm. well, <laughs> rock anthem. <laughs> Is the To Kill a Mockingbird of music. <laughs> LMFAO. So, truly the J.D. Salinger of party rocking. 
Yeah, yeah. So th- by that, do you believe that Harper Lee did not write If uh, Night You Catch a Watchman? No, I think that was like her editor's fucking I think so, too. That I was, so that too. was the show about how if you tune into HBO, sometimes Watchmen will be on. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch that? Yeah, I hated I it. First, I watched one I episode. I hated it. I hated Me it. Too. So Worst much. show ever. Every episode. I didn't. Do- even, I watched the first no, one. I watched like, one and it would suck ass. And yeah, I was like, the Dr. Manhattan reveal. Racism is wrong. Yeah, that really was Thanks. the... That yeah. really was the message of the show was, did you guys know racism is bad? Well, I just love that it took, and by the way, like Alan Moore would probably endorse that worldview, and I would too, honestly. I'll, I'll say it, racism is bad. But it's just no, Alan Moore would not endorse that at all. Alan Moore is pretty far left. But, and oh, which is, but Alan Moore hates it when any of his shit gets adapted. He won't, he won't even put his name on oh, it. Oh, yeah, of course. But like the original Watchmen was pretty liberal, but it was like really complex and like dealt with a lot of themes and shades of gray, whereas like... The new Watchmen just felt so good versus evil and like dorm room politics and like like Damon Lindelof is such a clear like guy who got into politics in 2016. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just like resistance shit. Ah, fucking sucked. I, I thought I it was yeah. And just on a on a, a technical level, like the way the Doctor Manhattan costume, like the the special that effects for that, awesome. were so embarrassingly bad. It's like, how, how did the 2008, like in 2008, it looked better than, than the than, new like, one. That's yeah. It's, it's ridiculous that. It yeah. Looked like that, that was Dr. Manhattan. Like yeah. That was, uh, that really looked like Dr. Manhattan. This new one felt like Dr. Staten Island. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn dude. Thanks man. You're really tearing, you're really tearing them down. <laughs> take that. Take that. Patrick Haggerty. Take that king of Staten Island. Yeah, take that. What? Pete Davidson. I love Staten Island. Oh, shout out Dave Cyrus. That sucks. That movie is no longer going to theaters. It's like on demand now. Ooh, all right. Oh, all right. King of Staten Island. Yeah. Friend- I thought you were talking about the Impractical Jokers movie for a second. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. It won't have a theatrical release. Oh, man. How's dude. it going to get that Oscar nod? <laughs> I love that. I love Impractical Jokers. Yeah, I was dude, watching that's it last a, dude, night. It is a funny show. Like It's, it's so con- good. That's one that's like a punchline, too, but it's like a good-ass show. Fucking it's pranks. very funny show. Dude, pranks are funny as shit. And they're, and they're harmless pranks, too. There's nothing malicious about what they do it's just good clean fun there's a lot delicious about what they do those boys like to eat and they have like so many temptations to just like touch people but they don't which shows they're noble that's true and they like give it back i saw sal wearing a tuesday with story shirt on an episode that was pretty cool he was wearing a loud boy shirt the other day yeah that's true yeah game recognizes game Shout out Sal Volcano for wearing the Loud Boys merchandise. Thanks, yeah. Sal. You really hold, you're you're a number one, buddy. If you shout if, out to the game, the rapper. Shout out the game. Hate it or love it, we love it. We should have Weird Al on. <laughs> Weird Al. Yeah. You yeah. Get Weird Al on the podcast, Man, I, dude. I, I bet he'd do it. I don't think he's ready. Hey, Al. <laughs> so when you were writing my Bologna, <laughs> you know I, I do like. Wait, I'm I thought it was my fan. Corona. Did he do two My Sharona remixes? No, yeah. no. Every when coronavirus hit, everybody made that same joke. Uh, yeah, he, he I thought he one. did My Corona. No, okay, he went on okay. Twitter and was like, "No, has, I'm not going to do a joke about." Oh, uh, okay, okay. I thought he, he has too much song. artistic integrity. <laughs> he likes writing about food and Weird Al looked at the at his accordion and thought, "Should I sell out and do My Corona?" And he thought, "No, I, I have too much integrity. Too much." I integrity. love Weird Al's originals. You ever hear those? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dare to be stupid. That's dare to be stupid. Fucking when he's rocks. when he's normal, Al. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, I like Dare to Be Stupid. I don't really, I don't really, I can't think of any other regular ones that Albuquerque, I Albuquerque, like. that's one of my favorite ones because it's just so long. It's, it's like yeah. Really when I was a kid, I was like, damn, this is long. Yeah, I'm like, I'm really getting my money's worth off of this yeah. album. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this must be good and artistic because it's 11 minutes long. Yeah, that's, wow. that's a good point, Joe. Like, every Tool album really is like, it, you get your bang for your for Yeah, you buck. get like really two albums worth of, of music just in terms of length you know yeah. vicariously i like i remember when i bought like the weezer green album and it was like damn this is like 28 minutes what the god damn it you i like that I got... though dude short and sweet too many too many albums yeah, now are like, I pay, way... like the same amount yeah that, charge that, albums by length that did suck back in the cd day yeah for sure. i remember buying the green album and it was short as shit yeah, and it was, was like, like 28 minutes on? But I like, like, I, yeah. now I, I kind of appreciate a short and sweet album because like every album now is so bloated mm-hmm. to get like streaming numbers up. Yeah, dude, the new Slipknot album is way too long. I was thinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on the new Corn album. No, the new Corn album is good. Corn, like yeah, one of Korn's the guitarists back. from Corn became religious though to circle back to God. Yeah. Oh wow. He, like, quit, and, he, like, he quit corn and he was like, How I left this satanic band. Dear oh, Lord, God. I'm feeling like a freak on a leash. <laughs> I'm feeling like I just can't release. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan <did> well. <laughs> he gets up in front of the church and it sounds like something takes a part of me. <laughs> that's actually yeah. <laughs> Speak, that's what speaking in tongues sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that, that actually? Part, do you think Jonathan Davis truly was possessed? Possessed by no. talent, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a That's a band that's unlikely to be big. That's. I mean, that entire new metal odds. I, yeah. I made this point before, but like no other time in history would that should have ever been popular. I love it's, that music. It is fun. Unabashedly, I've gotten into it in quarantine. Like my mindset now is really right in step with new metal for some reason. I don't know. Dude, I when I was I, a kid, Corn, yeah. Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, um, that the that, other one. that bendy and thing, and, that bendy thing, and Freak on a Leash. That's like a Smashing Pumpkins kind of guitar thing. I, I dig it. Yeah, dude, I, I love new. Doesn't metal. It sound like Smashing Pumpkins. All right. Nobody else. I, I, I you guess. know, I like Smashing Pumpkins too. Although I saw them live recently, and they suck. They suck now. I've, but I've like, heard oh, their live shows Smashing are terrible, Pumpkins. dude. It was horrible. It was really boring, and well, Billy Corgan yeah. like was static on stage. More like Billy Borgen. I, I yeah, also heard more like, like Billy Boring. Yeah, like when he does yeah. like old Smashing Pumpkins, he plays them at like double speed to get through them faster, so he can do his his newer shit. Yeah, and he doesn't even smash pumpkins anymore. Fuck, dude. He just kind of yeah, like lightly taps them. <laughs> Billy Corgan, smashing pumpkins. <laughs> Billy, 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 Billy Corgan goes out like Gallagher with a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to see somebody smash some pumpkins? <laughs> Conversely, I'd like to see Gallagher <laughs> sing uh, 1979. Yeah, that would be. Gallagher's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. He walked out of Mark Marin because Mark Marin called him racist. Good for him, dude. Stand up for yourself. Yeah, dude. dude. Stand your ground. Shoot Mark Marin. Gallagher <laughs> bullies like Gallagher like bullies open mic girl comics on his Facebook. Damn. That's I'm awesome. Fr- I'm friends with him on Facebook and he'll just like screenshot dumb status updates from like female comics and be like, <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> He's clearly very Wait, you're friends with Gallagher? On Are you Facebook? sure you're not friends yeah. with Gallagher too? <laughs> no, dude, if I'm friends with Gallagher too, I'll kill myself. 
yeah, Dude, you oh, could you could have gotten tricked. Wait, the Gallagher two saga is incredible. So wait, he just paid his brother to do his act and went out and was just Gallagher. He, it was so one of Gallagher the things, yeah. Gallagher was huge and he was touring like arenas and shit and he couldn't do like smaller markets and smaller venues. He didn't have the time for it. So he like sold his act to his brother to do like smaller venues. Mm. But I don't know the whole story, but so, I think that's like kind of the gist of it. That That's kind of what happened. So the idea was that, uh, Gal- and when Gallagher 2 performed, like part of the stipulation was uh, it would have to explicitly be uh, listed as Gallagher 2. And he also couldn't do the sledgematic stuff. Like that was off limit. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, um, could you imagine? So <laughs> going no, this- to see Gallagher and he yeah. never... <laughs> So it gets even better. So eventually, at one point, uh, what 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 turned the tide? Gallagher had to sue his brother Gallagher too for the rights, uh, because Gallagher too started promoting himself as original Gallagher and doing the sledgematic, and the sledgematic was what really set him off and started yeah. the whole lawsuit. So he had to sue his brother uh, for to to get his namesake back, essentially. Yeah, and they had to hire an arbiter to come in, and they were like, I don't know which one to shoot. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> him. He's the real Gallagher. All right. Oh, so this, shit. this is the kind of shit Gallagher posts. You sitting ducks, you lemmings, you fools. You apologists for those who do the world's lying and hating. You'd give your own murderer a trophy for participating. <laughs> like, all these, like, long poems. Oh, yeah, he about, does raps. Yeah, he does raps now and, like, weird selfies, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, at least a couple times he's he's pulled up some female comics to status updates and just been like, Gallagher rules. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> to come around on old Gallagher, man. He's no show business phony, that's for sure. And I'll bet you anything he... I can't tell if he's a COVID truther or not. I, I, he does hate China. That much is clear, but... He's a co- he has to be a truther. He has it. to be. Yeah. There's no way he's not. Dude, have you seen... Later the Cable Guy on Twitter is, has become a COVID truther? Oh, um, I love yeah. that. Yeah. It's so funny, dude. He's like... I ain't taking between. no vaccine. I ain't taking none of those vaccines. You tell me Bill Gates <laughs> comes in here, sticks me in the damn... damn uh, Robbie, <laughs> Robbie, that... Hold on, this might be your first bad impression because that just sounds like country Tony Soprano. No, it sounds like fucking the truck from uh, Cars. Mater, Toe Mater. That's Come on. better. Okay, Toe Mater. Hey, it's me, Toe Mater. And if I'm t- I ain't taking no, uh, Bill Gates going to refuel me. <laughs> I'm just going to go down in a fucking ditch. Uh, co- okay, you got it. Yeah, thanks, man. I, <laughs> are you saying I got her done? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got her done? Yeah. It's funny though, because on his Twitter, like in between, like get her done tweets, it's just like, we should <laughs> let America outside. This virus isn't as bad as you think it is. <laughs> oh man, no, he well, he's like he's retweeting all of these like um, survivalist places, like the last refugee, and it's like the Ministry of COVID Compliance is reminding us this week that the virus has a genetic targeting mechanism able to differentiate between essential cans of vegetables bottles of liquor, lottery tickets, and non-essential products like sneakers and paint. I mean, it must be tough for him. He hasn't been able to change anyone's cable in months. I mean, that's so hard for him and his family. <laughs> I listened to his new hour. How was it's it? Not, it's not bad. Dude, he just, he just retweeted Cat Turd, and it said, I'm not afraid of dying, but I'm terrified of living one day without freedom. Open up the USA. Fuck agree, yeah, dude. Honestly, I'm, I'm starting to come around on that. I'm turning Republican <laughs> on this. Really? I like no. it, dude. I like it. 
out at home, man. No, I'm not, I mean, I hope it's over sooner than later, but I'm not going to, I'm not like, I'm not like one of these psychos going out and being like, I want a haircut right now. You know, as you I need a haircut, dude, I haven't had one in months. Yeah, me too. I need a hair dick suck. Fuck. We should all shave our heads in solidarity. No, I kind of like growing it out. I haven't grown it out like this in a while. And by the way, it looks terrible. It makes my face look like fucking shit. Yeah, Are you gonna have like shaggy a, dogs? Yeah. Grow your hair like a long mane. Uh, yeah, like a long mane Gucci or mane. a low mane. That's yeah, just, I guess that's why I started this though. I can't wait to go back to Chinatown, dude. Let's all go to Wohop when we're allowed to go outside. I again. hope so, dude. dude. I got. I actually got some Chinese delivery uh, three days ago. Damn, none of the Chinese restaurants in my neighborhood are open anymore. Yeah, me neither. That's I've been going to Popeyes a lot. The Popeyes in my, my neighborhood's closed too. Yeah, dude, Migos I went to menu? Popeyes. I did get the Migos. No, I went to Popeyes last night. Got a four-piece combo and a spicy chicken sandwich. And I ate all of that, and I have felt the worst I've ever felt today. Yeah, I made that's a no huge good. Mistake. Yeah, you want it. the sandwich isn't that bad calorie wise if you just get the sandwich and that's it. Like even a side will. Yeah, put it you're over not the also head. supposed to eat four. You're not also supposed to eat four pieces of fried chicken and red beans and rice on top of it. Yeah, red that's beans and rice good. Is good though. Yeah, but you know what? The red beans pop- and rice at Popeyes is so delicious. It's the best restaurant on the planet. Popeyes. I think I like, it's like I like Chick Fil A more. Hot take. But Chick Fil A no. only has sandwiches and nuggets. Yeah, I take it back. I think I like Popeye's more, actually. The, Popeye's this, is awesome. The Popeye sandwich is really fucking good. It's you know so what has good. great fried chicken is um, the Starliner. That place has a great yes, fried they do. chicken. Is that still open, though? I'm sure it's all closed. What? There's a place in Williamsburg called Commodore's. It's like a dive bar that also sells fried chicken sandwiches. It's one of the best fried chicken sandwiches I've ever had. Before quarantine, fried chicken was really having a moment. Like, yeah, there's well, fried chicken places popping up everywhere that, like, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, like, commanded universal media attention in a time when that is uh, uh, extremely valuable currency. Like, fried chicken was, like, a, like a cool artisan fucking thing. It, yeah. it the, I love it. It took the place of fucking pokey and, like, health food and shit. We, the pendulum swung hard in the other direction. The other way, yeah, big time. You ever been to New Orleans? I love the food in New Orleans. Probably the best food in the oh whole country, God. in my opinion. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Crawfish. Baba Boucher. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to guess, I'd say that that is the knee. (laughs) Come on now, mama. (laughs) Diff tag. Oh, I'm going to make you proud, mama. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, let's let's really get in. Dude, the water boy is funny. It holds up so well. It's so funny. I think because originally the take was that Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore were good and the water boys where it got bad. I think that people are coming around on the water boy because it is really funny. If it's, you it, it is awesome. Just and the, oh, Firuzo Balk? Come on, the, dude. The noise he makes just makes me laugh, and he just charges like, <laughs> like yeah. so funny to me. It's not even a joke. It's not written, probably. But that, it just makes me laugh every single time he does it. In I, the movie, I never like faltered with the Sandman. I always have believed in Sandler. Sandman's come back around in the critical estimation, for sure. Yeah, when I was a kid, people hated Adam Sandler. And now I feel like people... He's like Weird Al. When you're a he's kid, grown, you love he's him. He's grown into it. But he's like he's not doing like this. He's not like... Yeah, he's not doing that anymore. He does a little of that in his stand-up special, which is actually very good. I, th- I don't know. Dude, I thought it was like pandering, great. dude. 
the they special? Like, oh, you miss Chris Farley, dude. I like that. I dude, the special is awesome. The, the number he does with Rob Schneider is so funny. Yeah. Really? I like really? to suck each other's I dicks. Didn't, I didn't like I didn't. I, I could, the audio was just terrible. I could barely hear. I like the wallet. Turn keys. your TV up, Joe. No, I don't want to make any compromises. <laughs> yeah, I said that Santa special is like one of the better specials lately, but maybe just because really? it's. Yeah, I thought maybe it's because it's kind of different. Like, well, I, I, I can't, Netflix I can't is watch. inundated with dog shit right now. I can't tell if I just don't like recorded stand-up comedy anymore, though. Do you know what I mean? It's like, is it a, now, is man. it a me problem or well, is it genuinely bad? Honestly, well, we well, got a, a lot no, of comics are recording hours when they're yeah. just not ready. Yeah. But, well, but we, now, we got like, a we got a message from a fan and shouts out to her. She's uh, very cool. But she was like, yeah, I've just been watching a ton of Stan specials. Do you have any recommendations? And I felt bad because I was like, I don't really watch a lot of Stan specials. I, I, I told her Sam Morrill. Sam Morrill has the best that's come out in a while. But I think most people still like stand-up specials. You know what I mean? But I think like I this whole like quarantine thing is going to change that because now more comics are going to start like live streaming stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this year, instead of having like a regular sold-out show, someone's going to be like, hey, I'm selling tickets to the Zoom show I'm doing. And I'm gonna no, do an hour no, I'll no. quit. Com- I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll quit comedy. That Zoom shit is done because what's no, what's stand up should just be experienced live. We shouldn't get too in the weeds about stand up, but yeah. It, yeah. Let's like, talk about the let's talk about the movie we came to talk about. Oh yeah, all right. Take two. Yoga hosers. What if we just yell <laughs> at each other again? <laughs> <laughs> this movie's really almost tore us apart. It did. Yeah. Dude. Funny, like Kevin I Smith. can't believe we we watched it for this podcast, and we 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 need to talk about it because I don't want. To have watched that in vain. I such a pile of shit. I I agree. It's so bad and made me so mad. And and I kept with it just because, like, well, at least it'll be good content for the podcast. Uh, (laughs) We yelled. We yelled at each (laughs) other. Yeah, almost immediately. (laughs) Do you know what? Maybe I was mad reliving the emotions of watching yoga hosers and that's what got me so (laughs) incensed because I was furious watching it. I I was messaging you guys in the group chat. I was like. I am so fucking mad right now. I don't know why. It's such a fall from grace. What's happened to Kevin Smith? I he think had a streak, dude. Yeah. Well, like you give you give a nerd power. See what happens. They they become the the fucking monster that they they rallied against. They he just became like a, a basic cookie cutter director. Dude, not even like a good director because like like you said, man. Like it, it's not like trauma where there's like a wink and a nod to the audience. It's just masturbatory at this point. Well, like, Yoga no Hosers reason. does have a wink and a nod, but it's still bad and not. It's not yeah. like it's not bad enough to be like an over the top mm. like Sharknado or something. It's like he's trying to make like it's partially grounded, like the parts where they're like clerks and they're like dealing with customers. Also, it just shows the fall from grace just how much worse of a clerk's movie it is. Because it is he's just trying to do girl clerks for a lot of it. Dude, when she when she said, I'm not even supposed to be here today, oh I got my so God, fucking mad. Dude. I was like, Yeah, dude, I get it. You made that movie too. I <laughs> dude, that- I wa- so Kevin Smith cast his daughter, which first of all is already such an annoying move to cast your kid. It felt like a fucking home movie. He like it was like a, a visualized play date between Johnny Depp's kid and Harley Quinn Smith, you know? Yeah, it was a bad... And, like, it opens with, like, this musical number because they, they're in a punk band Ugh. with Clamthrax, which has Lanthrax. nothing to do... The amount of puns in the movie, and I love puns. Those were the only jokes in the movie were puns, which is a horrible idea for a comedy. Yeah. Sorry, it, keep going. 
Well, no, they yeah, they do this cover of I'm the Man by Anthrax, but it's like, what if girls sang it and it's bad? But then the punk band <laughs> aspect of the movie does not play into any like it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. It's just like I, I, I don't I don't know why we had to sit through this five minute fucking terrible cover. Well it's to set the, the girls up as like cool girls. Yeah, they're and cool. then they also they also like oh I'm a thirty year old guy who's just hanging on a girl punk fan. That doesn't come back at all. That's yeah. a weird thing to plot Yeah. It's a weird joke, Kevin Smith. Especially when you so I didn't like at first I didn't like how he made this movie. They're they're both sixteen when they filmed it, and he puts them. He sexualizes them Wait, so they were much 16 in, this in this movie. Film? Yeah, yeah. Joe, don't say <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he literally is. Well, he makes them yoga people for no reason. Yeah, he like, tricked us. Scenes where they're like asses are out to the camera, and it's like so creepy on two it levels. Really- that's your daughter, and they're sixteen. What the yeah. fuck hey, are you hey, doing? Buddy, and it's also daughter, yours, your daughter. <laughs> yeah, it's such a like an old man vision of what sixteen year old girls are. Yeah, like, they do yoga. They're addicted to their phones. They say basic all the time. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and they hang out with boys who are satanists who want to kill them. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't know they were satanists. Well, that In their p- defense. They didn't know. But that's like such a worried dad. Like, what if the, one of the guys that they hang out with is a Satanist wants to kill him? Or even worse, if they have sex. Yeah, I was hoping that, that, that the Satan thing was going to be the plot of the movie. No, it has but nothing. It has, has nothing to do with the movie. I they just happen to be. That. that pissed me off so much. They introduced these new teen characters who were kind of. And they're, then they were suddenly evil. And there's another twist again that she like kills them. Like she murders a friend of hers and seems to just like brush it off. No, like, she doesn't murder him. No, the she, hot he dogs. is yeah. sodomized by the brat, one of the bratwurst Nazis, <laughs> oh, the Bratzies. So, and- okay. <laughs> well, let's try to explain the plot of this movie a little bit first. So it's about Good these luck, two teenage girls who work at a convenience store. In Canada, uh, the convenience store is called A to Z. A to Z. And it's, Horrible. It's, a, it's a sequel to Tusk, too. An equally shitty Kevin Smith movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, it's a sequel to Tusk that retains none of the tone of Tusk at all. Yeah, they just... They like, Tusk was like, a horror movie, and this is yeah. just like Which, a... Hold on. That can work, because if you look at, like, look at House of a Thousand Corpses versus The Devil's Rejects. Two tonally true, very different true. movies. So you can do that, but... He didn't do it well. It feels like it's yeah, a, he's no, it's a he's gimmick. No Rob he's Zombie. No, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith is no Rob Zombie. <laughs> Kevin Smith just in a with a, in a base with a band, just like looking around, wondering what to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like fucking. Um, oh my god. Yeah. So they're like kids at a high school, uh, and they're just always texting. And there's a lot of really bad texting jokes. Oh, by the way, it opens and closes with a musical number that. And so there's these characters have no arc at all throughout the whole movie. They are just the same person the whole fucking movie. There's no yeah. emotional growth or arc. They're they, just they what set up, Kevin Smith yeah. thinks teen girls talk like. So it's a 45-year-old man clearly writing dialogue for teens. Uh, so they're at a high school. Uh, uh, um, what, so the, there's like a history teacher that's talking about the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there's every, a lot of character, exposition. Yeah, yeah, every character they introduce has like a little title screen too. 
And yeah. They give you all this background information, but then like they're only in it for one scene. And oh yeah. Return to any of them. It's just a pause to yeah. be like, hey, look, I got Sashir Zameda to be in this, and then she's they have, gone. Like all right of these, all of these opportunities to set up like genuine, like like the whole situation between. Um, uh, I'm just gonna say their real name, like uh, um, uh, fuck Johnny Depp's daughter. Well, they're both and, named Colleen in the yeah, film. Colleen. So like you know, Colleen and like her stepmom and her dad, like that whole dynamic. That left a lot of opportunity for for growth and character development, but they never touch on that. Like the dad and stepmom go out on vacation, and then they they never return for the rest of the movie. Oh yeah, but they just disappear from the movie. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah. that was like where most of the like that's where they showed the most depth was when they were interacting with their parents and their relationship with that, and they had all this. He had this potential to build that up and give you something to make you relate to those characters or to feel some kind of connection. And instead, like he just got all the extra characters away just to establish that they all lived. They like these two dorky chicks weren't living in some vacuum. They introduced all of these side characters that had personality and gave them a title card and then got rid of them. And like the yeah. last hour is just Lily Rose and, and Haley Quinn and, and Johnny Depp. <laughs> dude, dude, dude there is a surprising amount of star power <laughs> yeah. in this pile of shit movie. dude yeah. tony hale is in it like like the fact that he's even in a scene it's like how do you natasha leone and tony yeah. hale are the parents they're both pretty big stars yeah at least the guy from epic or, meal time <laughs> Har harley Orenstein is here dude how did he get uh jason muse to be in the movie <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> Hey man, I just need a fix, man. He's like, all right, but you got to be in my movie first. Yeah. Okay. So they invite. So they throw a party at the. So the. So the parents make them work all night, even though they left town. Weird thing to do. Uh, well, hold on. The the two twelfth graders, or as they say in the the true north grade 12 boys oh yeah uh, by the way there's so many jokes about how canadians talk which he already yeah. did a lot in tusk and he's like well i want to make that scene where everyone's saying a boot let's do that the whole movie he has this weird hard on for canada <laughs> that i don't really understand <laughs> damn man you put it well dalton kevin smith makes the movies he wants to see and the movies he wants to see fucking suck but, well i've heard him say that yeah i've heard him say that and it, it's it's just like it's a bad idea to just smoke weed all day and think that you're having good ideas. He makes me <laughs> think like, weed should be le illegal. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. know, like I am anti-weed. I'm full Reagan. Well, dude, look at the films of Kevin Smith. <laughs> dude, I saw on Twitter recently. He he tweeted something where he's like, "Time for wake and bake, everybody," Ugh. or something like that. And somebody responded, "I liked you better before this." <laughs> <laughs> and then he was Damn. like, "Well," and then he responded with like this. He filled up the full 240 characters. He's like, well, I like me better now, and I'm uh, the only one that has to live. And it's like, you you are in such denial. Like, you're, you're bulletproofing yourself against any criticism that might be valuable, where it's like, maybe don't smoke weed all day and create bad movies. Well, that's what's so... Uh, it's like uh, it's remarkable how bad he is at writing 16-year-old girls, considering how much he posts like a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> Yeah, like he, that. I, it's a great, it's a tragedy because we we've been talking about him so much because I don't know about Joe, but Robbie and I big fans of Kevin. Smith. Big fans. When I was a kid. Damn. Yeah, I'm talking big. It's, I was 280 pounds. 
Yeah, me too. So like he was like yeah, an, he I, was like, a he hero. Was like, oh, yeah, the cool, the cool big guy. I wanted to be Kevin Smith when I was like you know in middle what? school. Me too. I, I, was, he wanted, was I wanted to beat up kids. Kevin Smith because I was a jock. Yeah, that's true. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I was a silent jock. Yeah, I had a David Letterman jacket. Yeah, loved the Late Show. I was a big fan of '80s irony. When I was in eighth grade, I used to. By the way, I used to think Letterman jackets were like David. David Letterman, Letterman. I was like wow, <laughs> David Letterman's making all these jackets for everybody. Well, and I think like he also wore like a Letterman jacket too. So hence the the valid confusion. I never really liked David Letterman very much. I always thought he was kind of like not. I liked his man on the street stuff. I didn't like his like. Ooh, hey, you know. I, I just like never him. thought he was funny. I thought he just seemed kind of like rude. So I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> you gonna say that? okay like it's a lot of like and you know what maybe it's because maybe it's because in retrospect it's a lot of that like annoying white guy kind of comedy that sprung out of that like oh For you're sure. gonna say that you're just gonna say that okay you know like that kind of fucking yeah annoying. he's like the original alt comic and yeah every brooklyn comic is just like oh you're really gonna do that joke you're really gonna say that okay and that's kind of what letterman is like look at the joaquin phoenix interview just like mm, all right Okay, you know, it's just like, say something funny. Say something Damn. funny. This is a you hilarious the best situation. Was Craig Conan. Ferguson? Oh, Ferguson's oh, he, pretty good. He was awesome. I'm a Conan guy. As a guy who also yeah, loves, I love Conan. As a guy who, whose jokes also only work a third of the time, I like Conan. Conan, <laughs> but that's another fall from Grace. <laughs> I think uh, Conan's still pretty Conan. funny. He's all right. It's like, yeah, I, I, he definitely was better when he was like younger and in like the late night spot where he had more creative freedom to just kind of do whatever. Is Bring issue. back masturbating bear. That's yeah. what I've always said. I mean, but yeah, like, all of those are, are under NBC. NBC has the rights to all of those. And he's also like old. He's like just retired basically just doing what he wants to do. Yeah. I mean, it, got, which sucks. I mean, he was just, I mean, he's still funny. Like he was funnier for longer than all those other guys. Actually you know? what he's doing where he just goes to like other countries to do his show now is pretty cool. So I take it. He should have just Conan's done a sketch. Awesome. He should have done a sketch show instead of, um, a late night thing. Yeah. Or you know like I mean? when he's like just playing video games and stuff. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah he's, really he's great off the cuff and just like yelling yeah. at people. And also, yeah, was, yeah, his sketches can be pretty funny. I just don't watch that style of show very much anymore. There's not really. Welcome to Talking Conan, everybody. This is the <laughs> premiere Conan after show. Yeah. I'm glad we got off talking about stand up, talking about late night television. <laughs> uh, Who's your okay, so, late night talk show host? Corden. Yeah, I hate sucks. actually. He's such a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I think I like Corden yeah. less than Trevor Noah. Klepper was. Trevor Noah, I don't even consider the late the the, uh, the Daily Show like a late night. Like show. like traditional late night host. I think Corden was I, pretty I bad. Corden's worse than yeah. Leno ever was. I stand by that. Leno could be Corden like sucks. At least Leno Let, was a comic, dude. I don't feel like this guy was a comic. I feel like he was like an improv actor. I also feel like if, if he, he was watched, on an episode of Doctor Who. If you watch the interviews, <laughs> it's uh, a monster, dude. Yeah. If you watch the interviews, Leno like can kind of keep it moving. He's like, yeah, pretty he knows good how to guide the conversation. Yeah. yeah, Corden's interviews are horrible. You can, I dare you to watch those like consistently. He's always just like sweaty and asking like eight different people eight different things. Sometimes somehow he found like the incredibly superficial late night like talk segment to be like even less substance. You get nothing out of those interviews. You don't like carpool karaoke? Actually, I love that. That is my favorite sketch I've ever seen. So I actually yeah. take it back. It's I awesome, love, dude. Yeah, dude. I just I love watching. I, just, I don't like Fallon that much. I like Fallon, actually. I don't watch his show, but I kind of like that. I like him. I, I like that he just wants like to have fun. Well, I'm kind of like Fallon. Impressions. 
Uh, you know who my favorite late night talk show host is? Now that I think about it, who? Tom Green. Tom Green. I watched oh, Freddy Got Figured mm. for the first time a few weeks ago. That's an Ooh. awesome movie. Nope. Yeah, that's a better masterpiece. Than yoga it's a masterpiece. It's better. It's almost better as good than as yoga. yoga hose. If Rip Torn was in Yoga Hoses, like what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> I think I would. I think I would like Yoga Hoses. Yo, goddamn Yoga Hosers. This you. These are a bunch of these are a bunch of goddamn yoga hosers. They kept saying that in the movie. They kept saying goddamn yoga hosers. That's a phrase anybody is familiar with. Like I I didn't. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did I lose you guys? No, you're here. You're back. God God damn it, Larry. He's a yoga hoser, but we'll be we'll be very good with him. You bet. Dalton, are you gone? Oh, there you Am go. I here? Yeah, you're back. Hey, Sorry, I, uh, a thing just popped up that said your internet connection. <laughs> I fucking hate this Zoom shit. This suck. I'm ready. Free America, okay? Me and Elon. Great podcasting. Yeah, please let us go back outside. Work is freedom. That's what I've always said. You have Work always said that. Um, <laughs> information is not knowledge. Knowledge is not beauty it's just beauty. so bad for your mental health to not see fucking anybody and not yeah. enjoy the and the days have been so nice and you can't go outside they can't they can't keep us in like this people are going out go already outside. people are gonna people start are yeah people are just gonna start breaking like like that's what they're doing in florida right now it's gonna happen up here people are gonna start protesting just no well, we're gonna we're, take back Times square that's oh well, yeah happen. central park and washington square park were fucking full all weekend and i yeah. when we I was, did an illegal open mic last night in the basement of my building what oh, really oh thanks yeah. for the invite dude yeah thanks for the fucking invite dong Jesus. i didn't know what was happening my oh, landlord booked, dude i'm sorry my landlord came it? and knocked on my door and said are you ready for the open mic and i go oh is that oh, tonight <laughs> who the fuck is your land what kind of i'm not gonna name him dude he's breaking the law what kind of threes company ass situation do you live in Dalton? is it mr you, got, you guys no you guys know him you guys know him Oh, but um, oh. he he's a comic. Yeah, hearing that, that hearing that there's a landlord open micer is the first time I've agreed with Mal that we should execute landlords. Yeah, it, it's Hannibal Burris. I'm sorry, dude. I forgot <laughs> yeah, who was your it's landlord. Hannibal. It's Bill Cosby. Whoa. <laughs> what if it's Louis? So you. But it was, it was just wanna... me and him. It was just oh. me and the landlord. Oh really? Yep. Nobody else. <laughs> Social distancing. That feels weird to jeopardize people's lives for an open mic, though. Like, what's the point Does of it? that? Yeah. I think it makes perfect Illegal sense. Illegal open mics are dumb. Like, there's so many more fun things you could be doing if you're going to be illegal gathering. Like what? Orgy? A fucking party. Having sex. That's open what mics, an open mic is. I guess so. What's an open mic but just a party and sex? But with Do you guys think... And a mic now they, but, what's, but, but what's an open... But open mics, aren't they kind of sad without the pretense of like doing a show at some point or getting better or well, like... Do you, do you guys think now that this all of this has put everything into perspective, do you guys think you're going to do as many open mics when everything opens back up? I'm going to do... Because all, all I've thought about is like, I'm going to live my life better than just going to the basement of the creek every night um i'm Not actually me. the creek is one of the places i miss the most yeah i miss I to it, say it but like spending so much time doing open mics especially living in new york i'm like yeah i feel like i'm not making the most of my time um, by doing i don't think that. i'd do it as much but i don't know what i'd do instead like become cultured yeah i should uh, <laughs> whoops 
<laughs> I could Hard definitely be hold. spending my time smarter instead of just doing like endless mics <laughs> over and over. Because we're not going to fucking make it from doing mics. We're probably not going to make it from stand up, you know? Yeah, we will. Dude, we're going to make it. We're going to oh, make it. I've, I've started getting into uh, high magic. What's that? So it's magic with a K, but it's uh, how, to, how to manipulate your own like reality using the energy that's so you don't know this but you're always you're always doing magic mm. uh but you're just not doing it on purpose but wait you, black you, girl you, magic yep no it's like um how to i i just started reading this book by this guy damien eccles he was on death row for a crime he didn't commit and then through the power of high magic he was able to leave you know be free he's freed mm. from prison and um yeah, it's all about using your mind and the energy around you to affect your reality, which you already you do already. Well, it sounds like, like the, you, is it like the secret, just like positive thinking? Uh, the secret would be like a really bastardized version of what I'm talking about. But wow. dude, it's pretty interesting. I'll look into that. I will be looking into this. I watched yeah. that. Have you watched? It's I watched that show, The Midnight Gospel, and on like yeah, the third yeah. episode, the third episode has this guy in it. Damien Eccles and he was talking about magic so I got like pretty interested in it so I bought his audio book called High Magic the spiritual guide that saved my life when I was on death row and now I'm like dude I'm becoming a magician that's cool magicians rape though so don't do that no dude one of my best oh, friends from rape dude one of my best friends <laughs> from back in Texas magicians make love <laughs> illusionists make love magicians <laughs> no dude one of my best friends from back in texas this guy richie flow shout, shout out to richie flow he's, oh, richie he's flow. a magician yeah he was a magician and a rapper but he didn't combine them thankfully mm. uh but he genuinely <laughs> my name is merlin coolest... and i'm here to say <laughs> yeah is this your card in a funny way <laughs> <laughs> no, he My was genuinely like is... one of the he was one of the coolest, nicest, most talented guys I've ever met. He was he's, uh, magic is awesome, dude. Magicians are magic. magicians are by and large a pretty nice bunch, and I'll bet their community is more like supportive than comedy. Way yeah, more. Supportive. They're noble, dude. I, noble. I I worked on a pilot starring a magician, and he was a really nice guy. Was it the Amazing Jonathan? Yeah, uh, it was. No, it was Chris Angel Mind Freak episode Ooh. one. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna. I can't wait to to tell you guys all about high magic later. I'm gonna yeah, get dude. really into. It. I'm gonna start really affect, like changing things for the better. Positive thinking, you know. Get this podcast trending on iTunes, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. That, please use your, use your uh, Doctor Strange powers. Yeah, I'm gonna create a talisman. The power and, of HIV positive thinking. Yeah. All right. So all right. yoga hosers. Uh, <laughs> Because this is where it gets. Okay, so they are teenagers. Teenagers, delicious teenagers. So they are they are guarded with uh, keeping the convenience store open all night, and they decide to throw a party, which in their mind is just inviting one guy, I guess. Two guys. No, they thought they thought the guys were having a party, so they said, "Bring your party over to." Oh, oh, damn! But 
Yeah. Turns the guys out weren't the two, having a party. They were trying the to genius screenwriter yeah. Kevin Smith bamboozles me once again. <laughs> yeah. Ran circles around me logically. You, you gotta pay attention to the dialogue <laughs> yeah. and the scene. Man. Yeah, yeah. You see, like I, when they were I no can't other believe guys, we they... watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe because what is there to talk about? It's like just a really bad movie with we, no we redeeming feel no, no, no. I need to talk about the last 20 minutes I need to that, I, dude wait I was like, no, not, so yet, not yet not yet because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to talk about it. that that's what made me so furious dude imagining you watching that <laughs> right, man, we'll get into it we'll okay get- so uh Oh, you know what's funny also on a side? I, for some reason, I'm so obsessed with Kevin Smith. For, for some reason, I watched an interview with him and Harley. You bought and a pair of jorts? And, and the director, or the, the interviewer, yeah, I watched it from a pair of jorts. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, and by the way, Kevin Smith was at his absolute fattest when he directed this movie. Um, Yoga hosers? Yeah. Damn, good. So, uh, so he, the interviewer asked Harley Quinn Smith, like, so, like, what did you, uh, so, like, getting in the mind of like a shitty teenager like what you have to do and she's like well i based on like a few people i know and people i don't like and you know based on that and guess i was like no fucking way you based it on people that you knew and she's like yeah she's like no fucking way that's amazing it's like you net you didn't have this conversation the entire filming of the movie that <laughs> you based it on someone you knew <laughs> you didn't talk about what the performance at all what what did you talk about? You're directing Dude, a movie. Imagine being handed that script and being like, I'm going to really study this character. <laughs> well, it's not even studying. It's them. very basic. Like, oh, I'll just do an impression of someone I know. Guess when they were asked, like, so let's talk about your character. Every director does that, no matter how big a fucking turd the movie is. Like, how incompetent at filmmaking is Kevin Smith? Please cast me in your next movie. Um, Dude, I think he's still got one good one left in him. I think Clerks 3 is going to... I think he I, thinks I Jay and Silent Bob reboot is his good movie. Mallrats 3, he's like, I'm going to put in a coronavirus plot. Like, nobody oh wants God. to see that, dude. It's going to be old hat by the time it comes out, dude, because it takes yeah. a fucking forever to make a movie. Yeah, unlike the topical genius of Yoga Hosers, which really sticks it to uh, texting teenagers. Yeah, it, I, that was so frustrating because it's like, what a, that joke was done to death like a decade ago. 2008, like, when texting first came out. Yeah, when everyone yeah. was texting. Like um, when she faints because the gym teacher takes her phone. It's like... Oh, God. Oh my, I mean, it, it's, it's just such an annoying, like, old hat joke. Like where it's like, yeah, they're addicted to their phones so much that she fainted. So, yeah, then, like, uh, so then they um, go to... Uh, so then, so then, so then the the boys they invite over turn out to be Satanists, who they then stab. I guess right? No, well, no, no, because no. the Satanists were about to sacrifice the girls, so it was one of those. Oh right, so they just wanted to but, sacrifice the girls. But they were sodomized by the Bratsies. Yeah, so, so the Bratsies are little little sausages who are also Nazis and they're possessed and they're all played by Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and the characters' amazing, reactions, dude. the characters to the the characters' reactions to these things jumping in their asses are not as extreme as they should be because they're wearing those pointy World War II hats. <laughs> yeah. But their reactions are like, oh, there's something in my ass. So they, Kevin they should Smith. Be, Howling in pain. Kevin was like, how do I write myself jumping into my daughter's ass? <laughs> yeah. So is this political commentary? Is he trying to like do a commentary on like Nazis, do you think, or something? 
No, I think he got high one day <laughs> and thought of the word Bratsy and wrote an entire movie around yeah, it. Yeah, it was all based around that. <laughs> I guarantee but you that's what happened. It's absolute nonsense. And there's this and then he said, And then which, he said, I'm going to make the movies I want to see. Yeah. Bra- I want to see Bratsy's. So in the interview again, they say like, I, I was like, Kevin was like, she was so good at fighting. I didn't even have to tell her what to do. I didn't coordinate at all. I didn't write anything about the action in the script. I just let her go. It's like, you, so you have a huge action sequence that you didn't write out or plan at all. You just had your daughter wing it. You fucking idiot. What yeah, is yeah. this? Using the power of yoga. <laughs> Using Damn, the power dude, of sucks. yoga. He let his 16-year-old daughter riff out a 15-minute long fight sequence. That's how long that whole thing goes, right? Something oh, like that. God. Dude, Jesus Christ. I mean, Johnny Depp is not bad in this. I think he's pretty bad. And he looks like he's bad shit. In it. He's, ba- he's bad in it, but he is the, the, Saving the shining Grace. star. Yeah, he's like... I, I just felt bad for him. And it was like, how did he make Johnny Depp boring? Because he would just go on these long, dude, rambling monologues. A- I just like Amber Heard out. Amber Heard fucking ruined old Johnny. You know what? He looks right at rock yeah. bottom in this movie. And I know he's yeah. in like a dumb disguise, but he just looks like shit. Kevin Smith... Yeah, you could see it in his yeah. eyes, dude. His soul is gone. Kevin Smith is so dude. good at making uh, hot people look like... Like shit, except for his daughter. What is going on? What is going on? Oh yeah. So at this point, uh, legendary manhunter Guy Lapint, played Guy by Lapointe. John Guy Lapointe, who was also a big part of Tusk, comes in to help the Colleen's fight the Bratsies, and then it's revealed at the end. And this is the last twenty minutes. They go out and tweet, uh, they go. So Johnny Depp's in this movie a lot, by the way, which I don't know how he fucking. He's I like guess, a main character. I guess it was like a yeah. fun, like it was like, oh, I get to spend time with my daughter, and we get I think all that, yeah. out, which is just so weird to me. Like, just hang out with your daughter. You don't have to make a movie around it. Uh, Kevin Smith just must be so persuasive and good at getting people to do things for him because all these huge actors. Anyway, so then they go to then then the 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 convenience store descends into hell, and uh, this is the part that. Then they set up this big, bad, evil villain that's the key of the whole movie. And I'm like, and they like focus on him for a while. And it's like, oh, wow, who's this big actor that he got? He is Ralph Garman. He got Ralph Garman, his podcast partner, to be the big, evil villain of the film. Who I like. I like Ralph. But he's not a movie star at all. By the way, Kevin Smith can get movie stars to play these roles. He gave like the biggest role in the last 30 minutes the, the villains introduced. And the, the only way you can pull it off is, is having a big recognizable actor. It's this guy no one would recognize except well, for people listening to your fucking podcast. I had no idea who he already that was. Had, yeah. He already had Haley, so Joel, he had Haley Joel Osment earlier. Oh, yeah. Haley Joel Osment also plays a Nazi. So what yeah. really infuriated me was this character, this Nazi so it's Ralph Garman who's, who's not an actor. He's just an impressionist. They had this evil Nazi just do impressions. Well, he's not even an imp- He only does like, because I, I, I think the reason that he's in this movie. He's just a radio is guy. Is because they have a running joke on their podcast. They do Hollywood Babylon. And he's like the man of a thousand voices. But he can, and this, is, this is what we came to talk about is this scene. Because he can only really do like those five impressions you see in the scene. Okay, you, well, you he can't even do that. You want to? You want to explain this scene? <laughs> I, I really was. It was like I was just so mad that he was suddenly like, I can do Al Pacino. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm a Nazi. Because he, as 
Ralph Garvin is supposed to be this like Nazi scientist, and so he's do he's doing like a German impression that he can barely hold on to. Yeah, he's, he can't do the German voice. So the joke in the movie is that he's to sound less creepy to the girls. He's gonna do impressions while he talks, uh. and so he's like. Maybe it'd be better if I did a Al Pacino, and then he's like, Whoa. "By the way, his Al Pacino fucking sucked. It didn't sound anything like Al Pacino." But the only way that I knew it was Al Pacino was because he said, "I'm doing Al Pacino" at the beginning of it. Classic. Yeah, but then he, but then he did, Whoa. "Oh yeah, who I got to." I mean, Johnny Depp is in the room while they're filming this. What was he thinking? Like, it actually was kind of funny when Johnny Depp is like, "That is actually not a bad Al Pacino." But it is a bad Al Pacino. He yeah, didn't do a but, good Al Pacino. But dude, just knowing that impressions are your thing, it, it, I was laughing so hard because I'm like, man, Robbie is going to be so fucking mad. I would, that's that's <laughs> when I crossed over to Furious because I was like, what the fuck is this? How was this made, dude? How was this a guy I once idolized writing a, a, the climax of his movie as his podcast partner doing shitty impressions in a Nazi outfit? What and the then the reveal is the reveal is that he's like a disgruntled artist, which actually is like would be an interesting plot point because that is kind of the story of Hitler. Yeah, true. But but he has summoned these brazies. He's created these like Nazi sausages <laughs> to kill art critics because he doesn't like being <laughs> yeah. criticized for his art. Which it's like the most meta commentary. I, I, Which he I already did in Jan saw Bob Strike Back. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Smith's whole career for the last <laughs> 20 years has been, I'm upset that people have said, have criticized my movies. Yeah. It, it, he's so fucking thin-skinned, he can't handle even constructive criticism. He's well, like, he has these this like pizza-looking monster. It's like this huge animatronic pizza right. monster thing. And, and then the Nazi have a back and forth about how critics don't create anything and just criticize things. And like I'm like... Well, Kevin, it's such a frustrating bullshit argument because it's like there is value to criticism, and criticism itself can be its own art form. The, well, I it's think more it's of what, a craft than an art form, I think. No, because uh, Cynthia Ozick, uh, she's a pretty famous critic. She wrote an essay about that where she's like, "Yeah, I understand that as critics, we we're not like creating the thing that we're criticizing." But being able to write about a piece of art is in itself its own art form. And Kevin Smith is too fucking dense to understand it because he thinks people are just being mean when they don't, don't like a movie called Yoga Hosers. I will say I do hate a lot about modern current criticism, but like... Oh, a lot of it's bad, yeah. A lot of it's bad. And like nowadays, I think it's like... I think critics in general are like kind of detestable people. And like a lot of like criticism now, like... I mean, there's a good point to be made, but Kevin Smith does not make the point good it's clearly just i don't like that they're mean to my movies and also he has like these people give the message like south park style but it's like you realize the character spouting off like the lesson you want people to learn here is a nazi like what the fuck are you doing what are you talking yeah. about it was it was actually kind of funny to me that apparently the only two words kevin smith knows in german are nine and wunderbar <laughs> yeah and so when the nazi <laughs> when ralph garman is talking to the golems He's they're like nine wunderbar and then he goes nine wunderbar as if they're actually speaking German. To each other. I that was <laughs> kind of, that's a good gag. There's like two good jokes for every Kevin Smith movie. Like in uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot, the fat guy just drinking. He had coffee in both hands. He just drank a sip from both. That was pretty funny. 
but uh but kevin's i mean dude an arrow dude so then he then then it just it concludes what happens there's like uh, it's a goalie golem and they uh then they kill them they use their oh yeah they use their they team up and use their yoga skills to defeat the golem and then they yoga they learn from justin long justin long yogi bear Uh, yeah and he would also call him like b-a-y-e-r Anyway, so then it ends with another song, just showing how much the protagonists have grown. And man, that was exhausting to even get through again. I hate this movie so much. I think yeah, it's like, I don't know why we did this. What? Yeah, no what? more Kevin Smith movies. No, we'll do some more. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do yeah, let's do Tusk next. Yeah, I want to add me down, but uh, I I like how Joe. This is the only one. He, I mean, we only watched two, I guess. But Dalton, do you think this is worse or better than uh, Jane Saw Bob reboot? It's worse. It's it's much worse. I think and it's Jane worse Sonbob, too. Jane Saw Bob reboot is not a good movie, but it's leaps and bounds better than this fucking pile of shit. I hope this gets back to Kevin Smith. I want you to know you're you're on notice. He has to know this sucks. He but has to know. What's weird about him is he knows that, but he he acts like he's doing a wink and a nod. Like, yeah, I know this movie's bad, but it's supposed to be and it's like no you don't get to do that it's like it's not like i said it's not a trauma movie it's yeah. not endearing yeah. at all it's just a bad movie and that's not his skill set yeah. all of his movies are very earnest his good yeah, ones are. Ernest goes to camp yeah that's a good one Ernest uh, <laughs> goes fishing jersey yeah, girl Ernest goes to jail that's yeah. probably you know the Ernest franchise is probably one of the most earnest franchises of all time i love Ernest, dude i've never they seen took one. a Great, great stuff, Ernest. R. Yeah, R. he was just in like a he was in tab commercials. Ernest James Green, that's an Ernest. <laughs> yeah, the importance of being Ernest. The importance of being by Oscar Ernest. Wilde. Oh, uh, it's about Ernest Green. Yeah, <laughs> Ernest P. Worrell. Ernest is kind of a name that nobody has anymore. Yeah, it's, it's like a uh, it's a it's an older generation name like it's Estelle like, or Marge or. Uh, Mid. Oh, homie. Homie. I guess that, yeah, I guess the Simpsons. Homer is kind of like an older person name, too. It's like a uh, Greek. He has a Greek name. Well, everyone in Matt Groening's family has the same names as the Simpsons. I'm, fr- Art. I'm friendly with his son, Abe Groening, which is pretty funny. Are you really? really? Yeah, yeah. He's so, a great like, guy. That's a character that was featured in Life in Hell. Yeah. Damn. Life in Hell is having to watch Kevin Smith movies every day. Ooh, yeah how much money to watch a kevin smith movie it's also it's funny that ralph garman he's like a regular actor on family guy and seth MacFarlane is all is like taking a lot of pot shots at kevin smith over the years oh really yeah because remember there's that one episode where they're doing like some flashback to medieval times or whatever and peter griffin's like i'm 200 years from the films of kevin smith it's like some (laughs) joke like that and Ralph Garman is like in most Family Guy episodes. That's funny. That's yeah. that's. I mean, Family Guy really. South Park gets credit for shitting on everyone, but Family Guy really shits on everybody. They really don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude. Family Guy rocks. It's yeah, so man. funny. Family Guy forever, dude. I actually love Family Guy. Yeah. I'm lucky as a Family Guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, fucking Seth MacFarlane, Me Too, Weinstein, and Spacey before anyone else would. Brett Ratner. You write them. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he raped too. Weinstein and Spacey. Me Too doesn't mean raped. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> the New York Times Me Too would Louis, which means the New York Times raped Louis C.K. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny if they were called Me Too kits. Speaking of which, that's Louis C.K.'s last IMDb performance is Family Guy. 
Really? I guess it's not his new his before new his new special for years. It was Family Guy was the last thing he was ever in, and I was really hoping that would be it. Damn, that's it would be awesome. so funny to go out on Family Guy. That's a great credit. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Peter uh, Lois. Damn, you're a regular Ralph Garman, dude. <laughs> I'm almost as good as Ralph Garman. You, you're good at impressions. Damn, dude. Ralph Garman seems like a nice guy, but it's like Kevin Smith was like trying to make podcasting film or something. Is that what? Yeah. Is that that's why? What, that's what he started with Tusk. Because Tusk was originally just like a riff he did on his podcast. I remember that. I listened yeah. to that episode and he was talking and, about making a movie. About yeah. That. So at the at the end of Tusk, like after the credits roll, there's actually an excerpt from the podcast of him like thinking up the idea of Tusk, and like the last five minutes is just him like talking about like that well, whole. It's not even his idea. It was a it was a joke ad on uh, the British Craigslist gum gum tree, where some like it was it was like a a joke that somebody posted on. Oh, there. he didn't even come up with the fucking. No. God damn it, dude! If, all, if you were gonna steal an idea to make a movie, why would you steal that idea? That's so stupid. I, because he smokes too much weed, and he <laughs> heard it, and he goes, "Oh wow, this would be a fun movie to make." And then he got two pretty famous people to three famous people to be in it. Plus He's Michael so Hart. good at getting famous people to be in his movies. Everyone feels bad for him because he had a heart attack. But this is everything before reboot. It was pre-heart attack. Everyone, he, I guess everyone he feels has bad a lot because of, he was like, fat. I think it's because he's a great salesman. He's really good at selling. This podcast really has just become the Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, we talking about too. Him. Yeah, talking smod. Yeah, we've been talking about him. Well, for you like know what's three funny? I know, now. I know. <laughs> we, we're obsessed with. Him. I, I can't love tell. Him. I love him. I mean, I can't tell. I mean, whatever, dude. We're in fucking quarantine. What else are we gonna fucking talk about? That's true. It is it's crazy. You know, Tusk was an A24 movie. How crazy is that? That's what? So a, funny. What? Like that's how much fucking cloudy out of that time. Because Red State. Wasn't poorly received. People kind of like Red State. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Dude. I can't look. I don't know how to make a movie. All I know how to do is. I also uh, don't know how to make a movie. I can make yeah, a all porn. I know. All I know how to do is game. I know how to play video games. You know, I am trying to write a web series, and it's fucking hard as shit. So I will say, like, shout out to Kevin Smith for like making and writing things. Like, you know, making a movie is impossible and hard. So anyone who can like do it in the indie system is pretty. Do you think Kevin Smith will ever make like a big studio movie again? I hope not. Well, isn't he make? He's not made. It's not a movie, but isn't he doing the Buckaroo Banzai TV show? Ugh, I, I, I don't know not. about. I don't that. want him to fuck that up. He's bringing back yeah. the he's bringing back the Clerks uh, animated series. Really? Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, that was the probably that's probably the best thing he's ever done. Honestly, yeah, it works best as an animated series. That Dude, show's Clerks, pretty funny. The Clerks episode, the the second episode being a clip show. That was great. The, that's the really the only jokes. thing. I, that's really the only thing I remember about the show is, is that. It's, it's one of the best jokes that any TV show's ever done, and like a few TV shows have copied that since then. But I think that was the first show to ever do that, where they their second episode was a clip show yeah that is then, super fun and it was just a bunch of fake clips yeah community kind of ripped that off yes yeah um, I, hate, I hate dan Harmon. yeah that guy sucks i mean he's a he's a great writer but as a guy i think dan Harmon is like a kind of a piece of shit yeah torture genius well he's like he but he's not even he like i mean he is i guess he is a genius but he like really he's pretentious he leans into that persona so hard it's like, oh yeah he sucks i i think out. it's best to just watch the stuff he makes and never listen to him speak because yeah harmontown is crazy bad Ugh. it's over it now sucks 
Harmontown? Oh, I guess it didn't survive COVID. Yeah. No, it ended way before <laughs> yeah. this. Harmontown did the first shelter in place like two years ago. No, he, he ended it like several months ago. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea why. I guess he just got tired of doing it. Well, it was in the Nerdist Meltdown Theater, which shut down. Well, they were doing it at Dynasty Typewriter. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great mm. venue. Damn. That's where Sandler filmed the special. You know what sucks is we all of us know a lot about the things we don't enjoy. We're just like upset. Well, I don't really enjoy anything. <laughs> yeah. We are the people at the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back that are obsessed with the things they don't like. Yeah. You can't stop talking about them. Well, yeah. I mean, that's true. I don't know why that is. I mean, I am obsessed with Kevin Smith. I mean, I think it's because I just... If, if Kevin Smith was just some shitty filmmaker, I wouldn't care. But because I connected to him so deeply and I really want him to do well. If yeah, it were too. up to me, I wish I don't relish his downfall. I'm not like, hey, fuck him. I wish Kevin Smith was still making movies that were still meant as much to me as when I was in middle school. Dude, and it's, was, yeah. Also, any filmmaker that makes movies that are just so clearly their vision, even if they suck this bad, kind of intriguing to me, you know? Yeah. So our takeaway because we love Kevin Smith and we support him wholeheartedly. I, mean, he I don't. Seem like I a... never liked Kevin Smith, man. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> never liked that guy. And I'm just going along on these movies. I did not like him. I was glad when he had us heart attack. I did. Not <laughs> like I hope he never gets another studio film. And you know what? I'm gonna. I hope. I hope some fucking trash B movie actor knocks up Harley Quinn Smith <laughs> and she has a miscarriage, dude. That show fucking sucks, dude. What a waste of my life, dude. Rich people being self-indulgent. I hope they all die, dude. <laughs> what movie are we watching next? Uh, we're we're going to watch Jersey Girl next. I do like that one, actually. When Ben Affleck is like... When Ben Affleck is like, I wish you fucking died! I wish you fucking died! I like that. That I might like that. be his best one. Maybe it holds up better than all the other ones. because it. Like, God damn it. It's, it's so funny that we all watch this movie. And like, Joe, it Joe really hates a waste it all. Of time. Well, Joe was the maddest that we had to do it. He was like, I don't want to do this, and I'm infuriated we're wasting he, our time. Even in quarantine, he was like, this is a waste of time there's better but look how much content we got out of it joe oh great <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you think do you think the listeners will enjoy us just talking about yoga they better do <laughs> a movie almost certainly none of them have seen yeah it really is we tried um, to do a bad movie podcast just now but the movie is so bad it's like it's hard to even talk about yeah it kind of just made me sad and mad what we need to do is we need to do like this but have like a watch party so that way people can sync up and have our commentary while watching a terrible film oh yeah that's not a bad idea well i think what we need to do next time is we should do like because we could have done yoga hoses as his own episode i think we should do like a regular episode like a bonus like 20 minute like bad yeah. movie if we you want if me we, to talk about the cinnabites again what's the, well, i don't remember that at all you're from dude, hellraiser I, dude i explained oh, yeah. hellraiser uh, i thought they were like little cinnabons that too i could talk about that i love the cinnabon i do too dude it's delicious dude a it's fucking awesome. a heated up like bear claw or that oh, kind of pastry oh there is God. nothing better than that dude, I, I really think yeah. that's my favorite shit in the world yeah for sure oh it's cinnabon. so good yeah cinnamon rolls italian chef when i was a kid i used to get like a maple bar every morning 
and I was like, this is a nutritious breakfast. Yeah. That's your entire calories for the fucking day is in one of those. Yeah. Yeah, when you're a kid, like when we were growing up, breakfast really was just a disaster for your body. But we <laughs> thought, you start your day off so yeah. poorly, and it's a meal you don't even need. Yeah, just starting your day off with fruity pebbles. Oh. Yeah, like just like your mom. Yeah, carbohydrate. The sugar. healthiest breakfast is like toast, eggs, bacon, which is like a nightmare. Yeah. But like it, it is. It is good make. for you if you live a healthy lifestyle and work out. But if you're a kid, like. I guess, I guess you can actually process cholesterol better when you're a kid, but still like that much fat with that much, with that many car, like a two pieces of toast, eggs, bacon, that's a thousand calories. Yeah. Love- ketchup, home fries. The home fries are what do it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's great though? though? McDonald's hash browns. Those little fucking. Oh yeah. yeah, like yeah the oval. Yeah. Dude. You know, I was just thinking, you know, Drake, the rapper is, is just like McDonald's to me. I enjoy it every time I listen to it, but I just can't like root for it or tell people I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I'm a fucking huge McDonald's fan. You know oh, what I mean? I'll tell people that. Dude, I love McDonald's. <laughs> dude, nothing makes me happier than getting a McGriddle. Come on. Yeah. That's like, I, all. I friends like awesome. root for Drake and Drake's like the biggest artist ever. And he's like, there was like so, so, and he's like, yeah, dude, Drake, number one in the charts, crush it again. I'm never like, dude, New McDonald's item, number one. Burger King's not coming fucking close, dude. Like, dude, and McDonald's, is, McDonald's is delicious. Yeah, it's all. They just started doing the the chicken McGriddle, the fried chicken. Oh, oh my god, god that's no awesome, dude. All right, Drake is good. McDonald's is awesome. South Park is great. Call of Duty rules. Eminem, for that matter, love that guy. Yeah. Do you uh, guys want to talk about the Final Fantasy VII remake? <laughs> Have we talked about it yet? We talked about it. Before the rant, All before right. the how was it, dude? Dude, it was awesome, dude. If you if you want to see Japanese people fall in love and fight monsters, I mean, this is your game, dude. Sounds like Joe's hentai adventure. Yeah, dude. There's a Very character similar. in it. There's this character in it. Her name is Tifa. She has some fat titties. I saw this her. She's is so Tifa's. hot, dude. Tifa. Yeah, I'm not anti Tifa. I'm, I'm pro Tifa in this case. Yeah, there's a scene in the game where you have to dance with a gay guy so you can, he'll give you a dress so you can sneak into this guy's brothel. So you have to you have to do drag in the game. Damn. But the scene Oh, I, the, I saw that scene. You have to yeah. be trans in the game. That's a scene yeah. for DeviantArt, by the way. Just yeah. like, oh, Cloud's a girl. He's a trap. <laughs> well, that's in the original game, but the, you know the original game is all like yeah, it's like two pixels. And, yeah. yeah. No, this one Cloud is pretty hot when he puts on yeah no it's just for because that's a huge thing in like the hentai community is like traps and like uh, yeah. fun tie or whatever because they're so addicted to porn that they like yeah Ooh, what but if I'll, a guy was a girl but i'll say this the final fantasy 7 remake has my stamp of approval i had a lot of fun 43 short hours <laughs> yeah you know, doesn't it only cover a, like a third of the of the original game that's that's the part that's frustrating is they expand so the original game the section in this game is the, you're in this city called Midgar, and is that's the entire game for this game. And the original, that's only, like, part of the first disc. It's only like the first five hours of the original game, but they did it for the full 45 hours. In I think that's kind of cool, though, to, like, expand it and, like, make it a, a big thing. Well, spoiler, they kind of do, like, a J.J. Abrams Star Trek with this one, where I think they're doing, like, an alternate timeline oh got it got it uh, so it's not gonna so, follow the original game yeah because in the original is it worth game, playing if i didn't play the original game 
Oh my god, yeah, dude, it's so fun. It's awesome, dude. And they they if you did play the original, they change enough to keep you interested. And if you haven't played it, this is a good this is a good way to start. Man. I think it is cool to like do a total overhaul like a PS one game like that, like just build it back from the ground up. I mean, it's like because pretty in sick. In the original game, the main villain Zephroth isn't really even mentioned until you leave Midgar. This one, dude, he shows up right away. Hell yeah, dude! Don't tease you, me. Don't you do fight me. him at you fight him at the end. Oh shit, dude! Hell yeah! It was, it so, was a tough battle. So, are there, is is this like a whole game, or is there going to be like other parts to it coming out? Yeah. So I guess so. The way this one ends is it ends with them a title card that says the unknown journey will continue after they leave Midgar. So I guess they're either going to release more games or they might do like, cause I'm, I'm wondering cause it's an RPG. So I don't know how the experience is going to, if they release an entirely separate game, I don't know how it's going to keep your experience from this one on that one. Mm. So they might have to do like episodes that you download or oh, something. different experiences. Well, you, well, no. Yeah. Because it's like by the end of this game, I was like level 40. And I had all the different swords and all that shit. But if, it, if the next one is just an entirely separate game, how does any of that shit carry over? Or are they just... Gonna, oh, yeah, good point, huh? Or are they just going to set you at, like, an automatic level? Oh, you're automatically, like, a certain level good. Because that, yeah. that would that, be frustrating. Because what I love about RPGs is leveling up, where, you know, Yeah, grinding. just building your character. It really feels like you're getting something done. That's the problem. For is like, sure, dude. You really feel like you're, like, working and accomplishing things, but you're literally, like, just twiddling your thumbs. That's the extent yeah. of what you're doing. Dude, the original game, I probably sunk 500 hours into that one, just running around a field, fighting goblins, leveling up, nice. raising chocobos, racing chocobos. I mean... Bermuda, Dude, Jamaica, girl, I wanna take you down to Chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, yeah, but, quarantine sucks. It does, yeah, dude. I've, I can't we believe no, I finished a. We have no fucking life experience other than shitty movies and video games. What are we I supposed finished to a forty-five-hour video game in less than a week. That's pretty sick, though. That's I stand that. I mean, look, man, comedy is about life experience, and uh, you know. It's on hold. It's on hold. We can't react to the world. And we live in New York City. It's over, man. The greatest fucking city in the world. Well, everybody in my neighborhood, in dude, everybody in my neighborhood is having like cookouts and shit. They don't care. I'm having a cookout. Yeah, you're, uh, cooking, you're cooking crack. I'm cooking Matt. pussy. You guys want to come by and get some real pussy? Dude, I did what driving that rental car in empty Manhattan felt like GTA. It was awesome. I bet, dude. Fuck. Is the city fun. empty? I haven't left. My yeah, I, I hit no traffic driving around Manhattan, New York. That's I go I go into crazy. work when I take a lift. I go through Central Park and I go down Fifth Avenue and it's completely fucking empty. It takes me 20 minutes to get to my office. You yeah. still have to go to your office? Yeah, dude. It sucks. Damn. Yeah, that sucks, man. Well, Joe's in Central Park. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. No. Yeah, I heard uh, Rachel and Ross moved home. How crazy is that? Damn, that's how you know it. You know it getting bad when Ross. They went back to Africa. (laughs) Were they from Africa? Yeah, I don't know, dude. The Gellers. (laughs) They're they're South African, dude. They were pro apartheid. (laughs) Wait, Rachel and Ross. Rachel and Ross. Um, (laughs) could Mandela be any more whiny? (laughs) Yeah. friends but it's in africa i mean really like uh, apartheid was the ultimate will they won't they much like rachel and ross you know that's true do you think charlie's theron is a pro apartheid 100 oh, absolutely dude. yeah 
She's hot, though. She is one of the hottest babe Rooney's. I heard Seth hey. MacFarlane turned her down. How crazy is that? Good for him. Dan, yeah, I respect that, dude. Incel that's hero. The thing, that's the thing about women. All right, fellas? Let's get into it. <laughs> when you like a woman, you give her all the power. But when you reject a woman, now you have the power. You know it's what I'm true. saying? He's well, right. it's amazing just, like, how easy – guys are so such immediate pushovers when it comes to, like – Especially with online content and girls, dude. If they, if they and it's funny. If a guy thinks like, a girl is hot, they will follow their accounts like immediately, no matter how good or bad the content is. It's, it's funny because when no, you follow other guys, the amount of curation people put into it is so much crazier. Nobody respects that. Like, if you're a guy and you like a girl and you just start liking all of her shit and Yo, trying, dude, they hate trying it. to please her, like, they, this guy's lame. They do not respect you, and they will not have anything to do with you you have to be emotionally <laughs> distant and you gotta st- you know you gotta be cold and yeah I, uh, I looked at this girl's instagram who um uh, i muted her but i looked through her stories because you know quarantine you I'm, I'm going through that girls i used to find hot and uh i i we 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 like hung out a few times before and i just like i was considering reacting to one of her stories and i was like wait wait, wait hold the brakes how many times have I done this? And I checked messages and there was three reactions to stories with no response at all. Like from over the course over like a year or something. I was like, okay, nope. <laughs> this is what dude, am- I don't engage. I don't engage with any of that shit, dude. Smart. Cause it's like they, they see right through it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I they screen do. Grab the image for later. And yeah, me too. There you go. That's yeah. what I do. Do you think that's girls don't like it when you message their Instagram stories? I mean, they probably do if they, they like they you. They like it, but, no, they have the, to, but they don't like. They would be mad if like like what the fact no one messaged me. But they want somebody to message, even if they don't message back. They want to be like, okay, he wants the fact. Yeah, they just want they want attention. This is they the incel the hour now. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just want attention, and you know what we got to give them, fellas. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I like when girls message me on my Instagram stories. Oh, I, me too. Actually, that's some of that's some of the best moments of my entire life. But it's, because it's we're because we're guy. starved. We're starved for attention. They like if you're a hot woman, you already are getting like tons. So of attention. much attention. Yeah, yeah, dude. Imagine like uh, if you had like a swimming pool, and you're dying of thirst. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I thought I thought you were trying to say, "Look, here's what it's like to be a hot girl." Imagine you have a swimming pool. <laughs> well, a hot Joe's, girl, a guy with a swimming pool, the same life experience. <laughs> Joe's metaphor doesn't even work because it's like you have a swimming pool, you're dying of thirst. Why don't you drink all of that chlorinated water? <laughs> yeah, you can't drink a swimming pool. Exactly, yeah, water, water. Oh, everywhere. I get it. And not a drop to drink. That's true. Well, that's a that's Joe Gorman true. original, by Damn. the way. Yeah, that is okay. Yeah. Now I'm on board. That's with the haiku I, I wrote that. in high school. Yeah, yeah. Back when you were more Japanese and you were just writing haikus. Left yeah, when I was more authentic. Yeah. Wado, wado, every bats, bats everywhere. <laughs> not, <laughs> not a head to, and not a head to bite. Bat bat everywhere, <laughs> dude. I heard it was made in a lab. Nah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense because, like, look how close China was to getting democracy, and then COVID nineteen just wipes everyone out. Well, Guns and Roses already gave us Chinese democracy. That's and, a great point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dalton. You're welcome, dude. Yeah. Do you think when you uh, get into China and you get approval, uh, Axl Rose is like, "Welcome to the jungle." Yep, I do. Absolutely. It's not. That's not even on the album Chinese Democracy. 
What well, is? Does anyone remember any song from Chinese Democracy? What a fucking no. dud that was. When I was a kid, I remember all anyone talked about was Chinese Democracy is one of the great unmade albums. And then it came out, nobody remembered any fucking songs from it. Yeah, yeah it, was it was pretty awful. bad. It, it made the least. It had more cultural impact as a unmade album than an actual finished album. Like the the drop off is crazy. Like even Dr. Dre had like Detox, which is like his big like album he didn't make. And then, but then he came out with an album and like it wasn't as it wasn't huge or anything, but it was still pretty good. And like some of those songs came out and like it and it like launched a career of Anderson Pack or whatever. Chinese d- Democracy was a pure dud. Yeah. Well, the expectation was built up for so long that it almost kind of became like this mythical thing where it's and then like so when it came out, people were like, well, you know, if it came out like, you know, right after like in in Guns N' Roses prime, it would have been fine. It would have been whatever. But because it's been so long, like it had like almost this mystique about it where the expectation was like, okay, well, since it took 12 years that means it's 12 years of hard work that went into it, and that's just not the case. Yeah. I hear that if you eat Chinese democracy, you just have an appetite for destruction 30 minutes later. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's actually pretty skilled. Uh, uh, what are some other ones? Take me down to the Paradise City. How long? I feel like we're at the light of the end of the tunnel with social distancing. I don't see how he does it past uh, May. They can't do all of June. Trump? That would suck if it went into like the Cuomo. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he's just like he already. I, I feel like it's got to be soon, right? Well, it people are to. already bashing their heads against the wall, dude. It's been crazy to see like a, a, a lot of friends of ours become even more sanctimonious about this kind oh, of thing, dude. People, it's like the people who already scolding. enjoyed the people who already enjoyed scolding people about shit, they have like run away with this. This is like a golden new opportunity to just child yeah yeah hell on you because it's, it's also like, the people who are like posting selfies of them outside like pretty late into this suddenly yeah. like they flip so quickly a lot of i mean not everybody but like a lot of people are like that because they think it's unreasonable first off i don't think it's unreasonable to think that there's like some weird shit going on with this like government wise like i you, it's like dangerous to head in a conspiracy territory, but like, yeah, I think something weird is going, like our government is going to use this to try and establish more of a surveillance state. I mean, and to yeah, act like it's going to be, well, people, well, well, yeah, what scares me is people like being like, well, we can use everyone's phones to track everywhere they've ever been. And the, you know, use that to see if they have a, the disease. I'm like, no, I, no, don't do that. That's, that is, I would, you know, I don't know. It just seems like such a violation. I mean, I guess whatever. We're already doing that voluntarily, basically. But just to see, like, the mainstream press egg that on is very, uh, that, that is frightening. Yeah. Well, it's weird. it's weird to see people act like it's totally unreasonable that everybody's upset about this. Where they're, they're like, I can't believe people are protesting. And it's like, yeah, we're all bashing our fucking heads against the wall because of this. This is, like, so sad and frustrating. And it's like. People are going to start killing themselves and overdosing. Dude, I'm ready. I'm mad. I'm upset. Yeah, just, well, just like the they won't even hear you out on it is annoying. I mean, both sides are annoying. Like like the fucking right-wing Trump guys just like me like, yeah. I want a haircut and like fucking rubbing, like spitting each other's mouths and like making a point of that. That shit's annoying, but also like the immediate scolding. Like people are dying just to rationalize every single fucking thing is also really mm-hmm. annoying. But like, 
the way I they guess act, there's like, bad people on both sides of the many argument. both sides, <laughs> many fine people on both sides, folks. But the way they act, like you're a murderer if you want to go outside. It's like, yeah, it's we're meant to be outside. Like yeah. we're not. Well, you can't just live like, like this. It's mostly not even the outside. It's the living. It's not seeing or talking to anybody. Yeah, I hate the Zoom shit. I hate yeah. that this is how we have to communicate now. Forever. Yeah, and, and you know, people predicted that this would be like how it is, but we, I just, it just, yeah, it's so against human nature. It's this more, is the saddest it's more in line with human nature to just let people die. I hate to say that, but that's like, yeah, let it, let them die. But yeah, whatever. I mean, I, Maybe it's, know, I, there's no easy answer to yeah. It. And if because and it's if, like, if anyone close to me died, I'd, I'd probably change my tune really hard. Have, if I it's died, also I just. It's if I guesswork. died, my opinion would change so quickly in all this stuff. You would have no opinions. I, I disagree. I think I'd have a few. Still. If you were dead, yeah, I think, think I still. Con- I'd vote. Do you think your consciousness lives on past death? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do impressions as only because I saw the Midnight Gospel, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess I am just in transit in this world right now. Let true, the dude. Midnight Gospel shine a light on me. You guys know that song? Yeah. Midnight Special. That's the song. Let the Midnight Gospel. Um, Credence. I love Credence Clearwater Vial. Actually, originally, uh, no, it's Credence. Okay. Should we bring this in for landing, guys? No, dude, let's do a couple more hours. So the virus is yeah. a hoax. You, you want to go through yoga hosers again? What would they do if they had Corona? <laughs> what would the yoga hosers Yeah. Well, how, yeah, what's Corona like in Canada? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Um Yeah, this I'm I'm so sad. It's honestly it's hard for me to even do anything now, nowadays, man. I'm barely I've barely moved in over a month. I've been eating nothing but Popeyes. That sounds great, I mean, actually. I, you the, know what sucks? This Kratom, was was that? The I've been taking Kratom like crazy, dude. I'm a, totally addicted to an opiate. <laughs> <laughs> and if I don't take it for after a few hours, I start shaking and I get agitated. Jesus, oh, I'm sorry, sucks. dude. That sucks. Oh, you yeah, smoke weed, you, man. Once, well, but once I mastered high, high but, magic, I mean, then I, I can change things. But at least you're not like boozing again. A lot of people relapsed. I'm oh relapsed. well, yeah, I did. I did briefly. Yeah, but you're not. But it, you, you you cut it out. Um. Yeah. Y- yeah. Re- Relapsing feels good, man. It's nice to just come. Nothing feels better than relapsing. But then that day after, you're like, what the fuck did I do? Oh, feel like a uh, feel like a loser, dude. Um, I guess not that I really relapsed, but I assume that's what it's like. Yeah, it sucks. Do you feel guilty? Quilty. What was that from? We find the defendant quilty. Oh, god damn it. What is that? What was that from? It's from some, some trailer. It's from, yeah. Was it Let's Go to Prison? Oh, that must be what it is. Was it? Yeah. How did I remember? That joke stuck in what my head. Wi- that's a wild movie. They just become gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun movie. But Hollywood beloved man, Bob Odenkirk. I mean, I love Bob Odenkirk. He's great. He's one of the Dude, few. Better, better Call Saul is the best show on TV right now. I got to get into out. that. I'm sad Succession, uh, their filming schedule got completely fucked. 
So season three is going to take oh, another yeah. year if it comes out. Station, if it even happens. Yeah, that's sad. That shows the, the fucking yeah. ass. Corona Rawr. might get Brian Cox. It did. <laughs> dad, dad, did you die of Corona, dad? R.I.P. I saw, <laughs> I, I saw my dad. He died of Corona. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. This has been a, Give me a kiss. This has been a roller coaster of a loud boys. Thank you Was all for Was this a good episode? Would you say? We'll find out. We'll let history decide, Dalton. It's funny. It's funny that there. You sc- like we screamed at each other, and then we just talked about a shitty movie. <laughs> we talked about yoga. Like, this is- yeah, like well, we could well, well, we went on that three week therapy retreat in between. That's true. That's true. We came back after the retreat to where were we? New Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah, we were in New Brunswick, New Jersey at the Essential Rehab or Spa yeah. or whatever it was. Look, we got our story straight. Everyone, everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, we're fine, yeah. dude. All right, please. If anyone made it this far, how long do we do? Like two hours? Jesus, eight hours. Uh, we did a long one. Two, two hours if we include like the 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 fight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I remember. Remind me next time to say this at the top because I don't think anyone gets the very end of these. But uh, everyone, please remember to rate, subscribe, and review the show, and please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loud Boys Pod. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right.